Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 258 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Thank you for joining me for 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future. Today, I'm going to give an up-close look into our family's current recruiting situation. We are going to walk through what we, our family, is doing in Sutton's current recruitment. Sutton is my youngest of two sons. He is now entering his senior year in high school at Ozark High School. Sutton is wanting to play baseball in college, and through his hard work and him seeing his older brother's success in both high school and college, he feels that playing in college will enhance his higher education experience. Parker, my older son, is a pitcher at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. Parker is entering his senior year in college. I've had Parker on as a guest on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast twice. Go back to episodes 211 and 256 to hear some of Parker's experiences in high school and college and get advice on recruiting and handling college. So Sutton, as he goes into his senior year of high school, is facing many recruiting challenges, just like thousands of other high school seniors across the country, and just like you are facing now or maybe in the future. The recruiting process is hard enough in normal circumstances. The last two years with COVID and seasons being canceled and the opportunity for athletes to get an additional year of eligibility have tilted the scales of recruiting, and the class of 2022 is right in the middle of it. Roster sizes in any sport are high, and college athletes are transferring in record numbers. Many coaches had to wait to contact high school student-athletes face-to-face because of recruiting dead periods that were extended and because the coaches had to wait until their season was over to evaluate who was taking an extra year of play or who was transferring. So Sutton and I have done the main components of the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system for more information and click on Get Access to Purchase. Step one of the Recruit Me 3.0 system is to select the right schools to contact. Sutton and I started building a list of schools during his summer between his sophomore and junior year of high school. Before doing research on colleges and baseball teams, we talked about parameters of what he wants in a college. As a 15-year-old, he didn't have a great feel for what he wanted. But Sutton felt he was willing to go up to five hours away, but not opposed to going to a local college and to be close to home. Big or little schools were okay, and not a school way away from civilization, but not necessarily a school right in a big city. And he would prefer something warmer than Parker's Chicago area. I guess he learned something. Sutton had a list of about 30 schools, JUCO, NAIA, Division III, Division II, and just a few Division I schools. We used the Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal to write down the list of schools. In that Planner and Journal, page 6 and 7 have a place to list up to 100 schools. The 24-month Planner and Journal is an easy and inexpensive way to keep all your information together. For only 20 bucks, you get a 300-plus page book to write everything down on your goals, your school research, and your results. Contact me, Brent, at recruit-me.com to get your copy. Get more information on this resource at recruit-me.com backslash tools. Another great resource is a website that RecruitMe has a partnership with. 
collegecoachesonline.com. Collegecoachesonline.com has a monthly or yearly subscription or a CD you can get that helps you easily research for college sports programs. You can search by type of sport, division of play, region or state the school is in, private or public schools, and more. When I use it, I like to put in the sport and the state and do a search to see all the colleges that have that sport. The list of schools is ranked by the academic rating. One is the best and six is the lowest. For example, if I put in baseball as a sport and Missouri as a state and on a pull-down menu show 100 schools and I hit search, I get 43 schools in Missouri with baseball programs. Only one school has a one academic rating and seven schools have a three rating. The chart has a hot link with the school's name, a hot link with the head coach's name, the coach's phone number, the city the college is located in, the state, the type of school, private or public, and the academic rating. I can go back and search for just D1 schools, or just D2 schools, or just D3 schools, NAIA schools, or JUCO schools. If you want to play college baseball at the D1 level in Missouri, there are only four Division I baseball programs in Missouri. 13 in Division II, 4 in Division Three, 12 in NAIA, and 10 JUCO baseball programs. This is an interesting piece of advice to check in each state or your surrounding area. Another example is there are only six men's and women's diving programs in Missouri, and only six wrestling programs in Missouri. How many programs are there in your sport, in your state, or region? Go to collegecoachesonline.com to subscribe and enter RM123, R as in Ralph, M as in Mary, 123, for a discount. When you click on the college name you like, or want to research, the link takes you to a page that has the college name and address. The general college website is listed, the main phone number for the college, the sport you picked, the head coach's name, his or her email and phone number, the division of play, Division I, Division II, Division III, NAIA or JUCO, the region the college is located in, the conference they play in, the mascot of the team, and the athletic website. Also the type of school, public or private, estimated tuition, academic rating, the one through six rating, and the school's enrollment. You can also get this information by searching the internet and going to the college's general website and then going to the athletic website. But for a low cost, you can save time and you can save more time in doing research on each school. If you do it like Sutton did, list 30 schools and do research on those 30 schools, that takes a lot of time. Sutton and I use the pages in the Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal on the Communication and Scouting Report pages. There are 50 individual schools that you can keep track of. The Communication Record page has a place at the top of the page to write down the school's name. Make sure and get the school's name and spelling correct. Right below is a block big enough to list multiple coaches. You can list their names, contact information, and put your interest level on a scale of 1 to 5 or however you want to rank that. I'll go over in a little bit what information I suggest you put in the coaches box. Next on the page are four boxes where you can record the date that you sent your introductory packet, your completed questionnaire, your video link or links, and your updates. The rest of the page has a dates column and a large area to record the contacts with coaches or programs and the notes of those contacts. 
So to describe how Sutton and I use the communication record page, I'll walk you how we research a school that we are getting ready to send some recruiting information to, a school that is close to a tournament that Sutton is playing in. The school is Missouri Southern State College in Joplin, Missouri. We can Google Missouri Southern and get the athletic website, or we can find Missouri Southern on the collegecoachesonline.com webpage. First, we write down the name of the school on the school line. When we get on the school's information page on the collegecoachesonline.com site, we can see the official name of the college, the school's address, the education website, the main college phone number, and on the school line, next to the school's name, we write the city and the state. This is a good time to go on your GPS app on your phone and put in the address and find out where the town is and how far away or how far your drive would be. For us, Joplin is 1 hour and 15 minutes from Ozark. Note that on top of the page near where you wrote the town. We also write down the team and the school's mascot, in this case the Lions at the top of the page, and the level of competition, Division 2, at the end of the school name line. Next is the coach information. We write head coach and the head coach's name. Again, check your spelling and make sure that's right. And make sure and write all these items down legibly. Write down the head coach's email and phone number that is on the collegecoachesonline.com page. If you are on the website, you can usually go to the coach's link or the roster link. On the collegecoachesonline.com information page is a link to the athletic website. So we click on it. Then click on the sport link and find your sport. We click on coaches and verify the collegecoachesonline.com has the correct head coach listed and his or her email and phone number. When you go to the coaches link, you may get a number of coaches. Usually, baseball has a head coach, maybe an associate coach, one or two assistant coaches, and they may have special assignments of recruiting coordinator or hitting coach or pitching coach. Your other sports will have other position coaches listed. Many times there may be a graduate assistant or a volunteer coach or coaches. List each coach that you want to send emails to. Usually the head coach, the top assistant coach, a recruiting coordinator if they have one listed, and your position coach. And then write down their email and phone number and make sure you have everything spelled correctly. It is also good to click on each coach's link to see a picture and bio information. Below in the contacts and notes, Sutton and I might write down more coach information. It is also important to see a picture of the coach so you might recognize him or her. The bio of a coach may have some nuggets that you can use to help in a decision later, or you may put some of that information into your communications with them. So as we research Missouri Southern, we see that Missouri Southern's head coach is Bryce Darnell, and he has been at Missouri Southern for 14 years. He graduated from Missouri Southern in 1997. Coach Darnell transferred from the University of Minnesota and is from Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Also, Coach Darnell is married and has two kids. The assistant coach serves as a hitting coach and the recruiting coordinator and has been at Missouri Southern for 14 years. He is from Lamar, Missouri and played baseball at Missouri Southern as a pitcher and graduated in 2008. He is married and has two kids. The other assistant coach works with pitchers and is in his second year at Missouri Southern. He is from California and played at Golden West College in California and transferred to Washburn University in Topeka, Kansas. Why is all this information important? Well, it helps Sutton in emails or communications with coaches. In researching some of the coaches, we found out we knew some of the coaches or knew someone that knew the coaches. It is an opportunity to see that you have a connection with that coach. 
Also, knowing where a coach is from could open an opportunity in your communications. While we are on the school's athletic and sport website, we check on the team's schedule. Usually, the team's overall record for last season and their conference record is shown at the top. Most websites have a pull-down on top of the web page, and you can choose the correct year. We write down the overall record and the conference record from last year in the big contacts and notes box. You can look back over the last four or five seasons, too. This gives you an idea of the success or lack of success that that program has had. This is a good time to write down what conference that the team is in for later reference. Right now, we don't have to dive hard into the information on the schedule that the team plays. But while you're on the team schedule, it doesn't hurt to scroll down and make a note of travel opportunities or interesting foes the team plays. This last year may not paint an accurate picture of the team's normal travel, so go back a few years. With Missouri Southern's schedule, we noticed a Florida trip and that most road trips are drivable from our home. And the end-of-season conference tournament was in Joplin. A note from a past episode, episode 235. When looking at a team's schedule, you can quickly look at the other schools. That gives you an indication of other schools at that level and in that region. And most websites have hot links for their opponents. While we are still on the team's website, we click on the roster. Mainly for a quick look, but we can jot down notes too. We pay attention to the number of players on the roster. And that can vary by sport. In baseball, we look at, is it 30, 40, or 50? We look at where players come from. What positions are they? Do we know any of them? Are there a large number of transfers from other colleges or JUCOs? We make a note of some of these items. Later, we can analyze more in depth on the number of seniors or juniors and how many players on that team are in your spot or position. So in review, we write down the school's name, the mascot, the location, the conference, the level of play. We note the head coach and the assistant coach and the recruiting coordinator and or position coaches, along with their email and phone numbers. We quickly make notes on the coach's background and where they attended college and their hometown. And by looking at the team's schedule, we note big trips, big games or matches, and possible family travel. While we are on the team's website, we check out the team's roster and note how many players are on the roster and if we know any of them. Also, a quick note on where the team gets its players from. This is all recorded on the communication record page of the Athletic Scholarship 24-Month Planner and Journal, or you can use one page of a notebook or on a spreadsheet. The scouting report page of the Planner and Journal has a big box at the top of the page that has a place to write down strengths and weaknesses of the school that you are researching. The bottom of the page has another box called the School Report Card with two columns, school report card and rating. Under school report card is listed 10 categories. Number one, net cost after financial aid. Number two, athletic scholarship offer. Number three, athletic quality. Number four, academic match. Number five, quality of program. Number six, coaching staff. Number seven, coach's interest level in me. Number eight, potential for my improvement, number nine, potential to start in one to two years, and number 10, overall impression. These are all great items that show you the map that help you to come to a final decision down the road in the recruiting process. As Sutton and I research Missouri Southern, we go back to the information page on the college on the collegecoachesonline.com website. 
Next to net cost on the school report card, we write the estimated in-state cost shown on the collegecoachesonline.com website. Many times there are out-of-state costs listed too. This information is a start to get us an idea of the cost of the college. We don't need to really know all the exacts of the cost, but this gets us a start. Next to the athletic quality, we write the conference and the level of play, D1, D2, D3, NAIA, or JUCO. By the academic match, we write public or private, the estimated school enrollment, and the rating of the school, one the best and six the lowest. Other notes can be made, but these are the initial pieces of information we write down when we are doing early research. These items and other items can be found on the school's general website, too. By doing your notes on each school and on both of these pages, the communication record page and the scouting report page, you have done the basic research to see if you want to contact this school. Whether you research five schools or 30 schools, you can keep and get a uniform format to be able to compare and see quickly your choices now and down the road. Stay tuned at the end of this episode for a new special on the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. Over the last four weeks, I have given you five parts of the recruiting checklist that can be found on page five of the Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal, written by Recruit Me founder John Fugler. You can get this book on Amazon or by contacting me, brent at recruit-me.com. This planner and journal is only $20 and has 356 pages to record and keep valuable recruiting information all in one place. The planner and journal is only $20. That is only $0.05 cents a page. Shoot, two blank spiral notebooks on Amazon with 400 pages cost $15. This week I cover item number six, choose the right camps, showcases, and tournaments. Here are the dues to check off the recruiting checklist as you go through your recruiting process. Number one, set your budget first. Number two, be selective and strategic for cost savings. Number three, identify recruiting camps versus instructional camps. Number four, identify camps at schools where you have interest. Number five, identify camps where multiple coaches will be in attendance. Number six, identify camps where coaches from your list of schools will be in attendance. And number seven, attend showcases that will give you exposure to a large number of coaches. Go back and listen to the end of episodes 254, 255, 256, and 257 to hear items 1 through 5 of the recruiting checklist. There is a link in the show notes to see and hear all the episodes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast or listen on your favorite podcast app. Next week, item 7 is a list of things to do on registering with the NCA and the NAIA eligibility centers. Last week's Athletic Scholarship Podcast was dedicated to this subject, so go back and listen. I would like to announce a new hot summer special for the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. The Recruit Me 3.0 is a step-by-step system that walks you through the whole recruiting process. If you are a freshman in high school, this is a great way to get started. If you are a junior, this is a great way to get going. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system to get more information on this easy-to-access system. The hot summer special includes the Recruit Me 3.0 system, plus I will send you not one, but two helpful resources to go along with the Recruit Me 3.0. For only $127, you get instant access to the Recruit Me 3.0 system, 
Plus, I will mail you a copy of the 356-page Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal and the Athletic Scholarship Playbook, first edition. Both books are written by Recruit Me founder John Fugler. The Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal is a $20 value, and the Athletic Scholarship Playbook is a $15 value. So for only $127, you get all three resources, no extra postage or handling. Click on Get Access on the Recruit-Me.com backslash system page to get started today. Thank you for listening, and please join me next week as I cover another step that we are doing in Sutton's recruitment. Subscribe to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app, or listen on Recruit-Me.com backslash podcast. See you next Tuesday.